Hey, good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the Six Rings King Show on a new night, Monday night now, baby. We're really excited, actually, to have Eric McLean on the show here, college football analyst, co-host of the Huddle. Coach, yes, all right. First touchdown of the year. Miami Hurricanes, yeah, you know the name already, it's Merced, ha ha, it's the Six Red King Show, can't forget the name yo, got jazz blue vision DJ break the game code, ain't no changing up, ain't no breaking up, real port alive from the Hall Rock Stadium, ball 14 for the orange and green, you see the Six Red Champs, it's more than a dream, this is life on the field, beyond a hundred yards of hurricane that's never still put a damage to the wrong with us seriously what's wrong with us we're miami hurricanes fans welcome to the six rings cane show a show dedicated to miami hurricane sports featuring the legendary larry bluestein jazz santana vish and danny gillette let's go canes yes sir yes sir Today is the day. By the way, before we even get it going, welcome back to the Six Rings Kane Show. It is your early national signing day uh, extravaganza here as we got a really, really awesome show uh, coming at you today with some really special guests. Of course, uh, the uh, the four the four horsemen are here for you, um, as always. But, always. But before we get it going, Vish, you know I got to give a shout out. Listen, one day. Here it is. You ready? There it is. Still trying to to land that sponsorship. We're so. representing today, boys. All right. So shout out to Taco <laughs> Bell. Um, you know, as the guys wanted to give me a hard time last week, but uh it's all love, baby. I love it. I love it. So I'm wearing my Taco Bell shirt today. Um, we're excited though, because the hurricanes did some damage on the recruiting trail slash transfer portal. It is national signing day. We're early national signing day today. We got a lot to go over. We got a real special guest waiting backstage that we're going to bring on right now. But before we get started on that, uh, let's give a shout out to our sponsor, Prize Picks. Uh, so, PrizePicks.com is our official sponsor of the show today, ladies and gentlemen. It's real simple. As you can see on the screen there, uh, we'll talk about it right now, real quick. But uh, make sure you go to PrizePicks.com, enter the code 5 F I V E. We will match your initial deposit up to $100. It's real simple. Pick more than two players. So, from two to five players, let's say, it all depends on how much money you want to win. You pick the over-under on their individual categories. For instance, these are the top four, the starting quarterbacks for your um, for your final four, basically, right, for the playoffs here on, in college football. It's Max Dugan, J.J. McCarthy, C.J. Stroud, and Stetson Bennett. Those are your over-unders on their total passing yards. It's real simple. You choose whether they're going to go over or they're going to go under on this, right? My my guess, this is just my guess, and don't take this and, 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 and run with it, but my guess – most of them are going to go under on this, right? We got some great defenses uh, playing in the in the uh, playoffs. Uh, the only one I can see maybe going over, J.G. McCarthy. I think that that he's got a, a little bit of an opportunity. But aside from that, it's going to be tough. So, uh, but like I said, choose the over under, and that's how you win, boys and girls. You can mix and match. By the way, you don't have to do only college football. You can do the NFL. You can mix and match with the major with Major League Baseball coming at you real soon, um, and so many different sports. You can mix match players. Uh, again, choose the over/under on their individual categories and win. Make sure you go to PrizeMix.com, type in the code five when you sign up, and we will give you—they uh, uh, will match you hundred dollars. Excuse me, 
uh, well, it's up to, they will match your initial deposit up to $100. So make sure you check them out. Go to pricepix.com and uh, let's get it cracking. And right before we, we bring them on, guys, we're excited. It's, it is National Signing Day. And um, I, I got to bring this guy in right off the bat. He's, he's, he's a legend down here. He's now, but yes. right now, right now, he's wearing the camel. He's getting ready to do some, some, uh, some things up in GA, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, let's go yeah, ahead and bring on. Yeah, he's fired up, though. Let's bring him on. He is fired up. It's Kane's day, baby. Let's bring him on. <laughs> What's up, fellas? What's up, man? Oh, is in the building, baby. What's How going we doing? on? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm looking for that wascally wabbit. <laughs> I can't find him. <laughs> By the way, it's not Coach Hayes today, it's the Kane Juice Consumer, baby. That's what's it, going, baby. What's going what's on? Going on? Juice, huh? <laughs> you got some of that already? Ready to go? Yeah, hey, I'm out the stand, so I'm good to go for the rest of the night till about five this morning. So I'm good. Woo. All right, all right. Well, hey, we appreciate you coming on real quick. Um, you know, talk a little bit of Kings football. Obviously, today, right? We, we we've been talking about this for for a while now. What uh, the Miami Hurricanes have done on the recruiting uh, trail and also in the transfer portal, they've been tearing it up. Uh, a lot of big-time names. Obviously, I know a lot of Miami fans are a little nervous with, with what's going down over there in Lakeland, but and we'll get to that in a moment. But first, I kind of want to get your take, Coach, on just the overall recruiting class slash, slash transfer portal class that Miami has put together. Are you excited about it? Um, is there things that you still want to see them go after, though, that maybe they can fill some more holes? I mean, me and Blue were just talking about this the other day, man. Listen. Mario Cristobal's recruiting is bar none. Let, let me tell you something. I told people, you can say whatever you want to say about other things, but when it comes to recruiting, he is number one in the nation, man, when it comes to this deal. I mean, for him to land a class like this, I think it's still ranked at number three right now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think, I think so. Some, yeah, so we're three or four. I mean, for him to land a three off coming off of a five and seven season, and, you know, it was a kind of up and down five and seven season, more on the downside, I guess. But for him to come in, man, and, and land these kind of guys, get these commitments. And I have to be very honest. I mean, I, with the Kamari McLean, I mean, if we do lose it, I understand. If we don't, that's great. But, my man, listen, for the other recruits, you got to say, listen, I don't know anybody else doing it like this, man. I don't know anybody else that can – that can pull off what he's pulled off from a recruiting aspect with the way the previous season went. Usually when you have a season like that, it takes a dip in recruiting, right? And this guy's, I mean, his thing is off the chart, right? So he's an anomaly when it comes to that kind of stuff, man. So, yeah, I'm super excited for these young men. Uh, and, you know, we won't really see this talent pool rear its head for the next couple years, though. Right, because you're going to see, I mean, most of these guys – Still need to be developed a little bit, right? Um, you know, it, it's going to be tough to to really gauge how good this recruiting class is because at the end of the day, once you sign on the dotted line, stars don't matter anymore, right? Now it's now you're in, you're in college football. Now you got to compete against the other dudes that are there and against the guys that you're going to go against on Saturdays, right? So it's it's a whole different story. Mario's going to demand demand excuse me a lot from these kids. Uh, if you had to put your finger, and by the way, of uh, you guys, uh, I'll, this is my last question. You guys can kind of go around after that. Um, if you had to put your finger on one player that you're mostly excited for in this class, who would it be? Well, you guys already know on my show, I call it the Potts player. 
pop off the screen player, right? The guy who just pops off the screen. Uh, year one was Chase Smith. Year two for me was Ahmad Moten, right? Guys that just pop off the tape. This year is definitely Ruben Bain. Uh, Ruben Bain pops off the tape simply because of what he's done in high school. The uh, statistics that he's put up against the type of competition that he's facing week in and week out. Uh, I always give Miami Central their credit. They will travel plane, train, or automobile to play anybody, anywhere, at any time. And they go in and they get W's out of it. They don't go just play it, you know, to play. They go play and they, they wreck your season. You know, they go into IMG this year. They've played them. They've played Bishop Gorman in the past. They played St. John's. They play all these different schools. And if they don't win it, they definitely know Miami Central was there. So giving him his credit at 29 sacks, I believe, last year, I think he got 29 again this year, or something close, 58 total sacks. I mean, bro, I, I don't know anybody else doing it at that level. I, I don't remember anybody else putting up. And, Blue, you definitely been covering this way longer than I have. Who do you know has put up 60 sacks in two years, bro? I mean, 48 and a half tackles for loss in his junior year? I mean, if that doesn't – and here's why he pops up. missing a couple of games, too. Yeah, and here's why he pops off the tape. He's not doing it just because he's bigger, faster, and stronger. He's doing it with technique and fundamentals. Even though he may be playing the pole little Timmy in front of him in some games, he's not just, you know, uh, going through the motion and just running over the guy. He's using the hand techniques. He's flipping his hips. He's using speed to power. He's doing all these different things to be successful and doesn't take a playoff. And it goes and shows now when he goes up against the IMGs, the top offensive tackles in the country or defense uh, or uh, offensive guards, he's still being successful, right? He's, he doesn't hit a roadblock. It's like, well, wait a minute. Last week I played a guy, 185-pound offensive guard tackle. Now this week I'm facing a five-star. He's still getting the same results. And so that's why he pops off the tape to me, man. Ruben Bain. Ruben Hurricane Bain. Yes, sir. Uh, Blue, you got anything for, for Coach Hayes? Yeah, yeah, Coach. Um, obviously, uh, you and I talked the other night with Flo, and certainly this class, and and, and I think that Jazz kind of hit it. Um, you know, you can't expect all have uh, twenty four freshmen walk in and make an impact uh, right away. But who do you think gets in the mix? Uh, you know, we talked about it the other day, where I thought that Malagoa uh, would be the guy because of his experience, because of the the, the competition he's played at, because of his size, because of his uh, twin ability looks like Evan Neal and heavy hands. And who do you think maybe maybe gets in there and sneaks in there and gets gets on that uh, you know one two three depth chart first? Um, I said earlier in the show, you know, if Kamani McLean signs, and which I'm I'm not, let me excuse that. When Kamani McLean signs, I definitely believe that he is a player, not because he's number one or number two corner in the country. Again, he's another player that is using skill, technique, and fundamentals at this game. His football IQ pops off the tape. I'm looking at him do second-level stuff the way he's uh, insulating routes in cover two. When you're in cover three, the backside post, he doesn't have any work, so he, he flies to the middle of the field, makes interceptions. I mean, these are things that the average person doesn't want to appreciate. But from a coach's perspective, I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Like, you know how you you see somebody do something, but 
I know why he did it, and that, that's next-level stuff. So I've always said this. I don't know if he'll definitely start that first game in August against Miami, Ohio, but if anybody happens to break a shoelace or a helmet comes off, you know, I try not to use the I word, the injury word, but if anybody happens to have to, have to be off the field for any moment of time, you might not get your spot back. We got uh, one more question for Coach A so we can get him out of here because I know he's he's out there trying to trying to do trying some to damage. <laughs> are, are you driving right now or are you just parked? No, no, I'm sitting in. It's cold outside. I'm sitting in the car, man. Okay. No, I'm sitting Where in the car. Where are person you? Where are you that it's would go on air driving, Jazz. I know, <laughs> I know right? Represented Taco Bell My, while I'm driving, baby. <laughs> flow motion. Flow motion be driving and, and doing it, man. <laughs> flow motion scares the crap out of me, man. I can't watch it live. <laughs> Oh, I got to watch the replay. I'm too nervous. Uh, Blue, I think it's in Georgia, right? You're, you're up in GA. Yeah, yeah, Georgia, man, South Georgia. Oh, okay. Then then you could be forgiven by for saying it's cold because if you said it's cold down in Florida, man, someone's going to ship your ass back there. Oh, <laughs> man, listen, it's – I mean, I'm looking now. It's about 39 degrees, so, you know, Damn. to me, that's freezing. Yeah, man. Oh, that's nice, though. That's nice. All right, all right. Uh, any uh, one more question for for Coach Hayes Vish? You got anything, DJ? DJ, can go. go ahead, DJ. Hey, Coach. If there's one player in this class that 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 you can think of off the top of your head, and I know there are tons, but can you think of one player who's maybe flying under the radar a little bit? There's tons of big names in this class. Who's one player that's maybe, in your opinion, not getting the recognition that he deserves but should? That's a good one. The guy that pops off to me is Stafford, man. He's super athletic, um, but he doesn't get the recognition. I think some people know him throughout the region, you know, but so far as maybe on a national scale, the Kamani and those guys, uh, Francis Maui Goas and so forth. Guy super athletic, man. Um, I think he can definitely come in and be a contributor, you know, and, and he can play at a high level. Um, he has a feel for the game. I broke his film down and he actually hit me up. He was like, coach, can you do my senior film? I'm like, bro, I'm so backlogged around here, man. Like, <laughs> it's a one man show, but he, he's one of the guys I really think, um, when he comes in development and his development is, I think can be really simple. His yeah. development is just understanding how to play within the scheme of the defense, right. And how to play, but playing the position, I think he definitely can get it. Easily. Yeah, I agree. Uh, a 40 inch vert basketball kid, uh, somebody that, uh, you know, when he was at O'Galley, a lot of people really didn't look at him that way because he, you know, sometimes guys, when you have a kid like that who has to, you know, do everything plus sweep the floors and every, you don't really get a chance to see him at that one position. And I agree with coach uh, Stafford's a, a big time kid. Who's got all the physical traits. All he just needs to do is get in there and, and, you know, let the defensive set defensive backs coaches teach him a little bit more technique and uh, he'll be set. Sounds good. Definitely. Definitely. Um, all right. Coach, let them know where they can find you, man. I know you're, you're out there in the um, car. Yeah. They can <laughs> Well, they can find you uh, during the week, during the week, baby. Well, if you can find me, that means this camo not working. I got to go get some other camo, man. Let me tell you something. I like it. I like it. <laughs> but, no, you guys can catch me, man, at uh, the website is CoachHaysFootball.com, but all other platforms are just Coach Hayes Football. You see this ugly mask up here, man, in the logo. And, uh, yeah, man, catch us, man. We got a lot of things coming out. 
We're starting to do these player interviews. The player – it's called the person, the player, and the prospect. We're getting in-depth interviews with a lot of these players uh, coming out. We dropped the Asawa scene that's going to uh, Colorado. We did doing the uh, young man uh, that went to Clemson, and we got the uh, another kid that's going to Texas. So we got a lot of things going on on the channel. Everybody knows I'm a Kane fan, but we try to cover a lot of things as well just on the channel itself. So, guys, man, I appreciate you guys having me. But I got one question for you guys. Okay. With the way Mario doing this recruiting, y'all going to have to change the name of that show. Well, listen, from your mouth to God's ears, Coach. Listen, right. I like what do y'all do when it goes to the sixth ring, baby? What you do? I know we're going to have to figure that one out. But you know what? Don't, I don't, that's, a, that's a good problem to have. Okay? I still don't know what the sixth ring even means, so we'll just go with it. <laughs> but does that mean we're trying to get the six? We count in the Ohio State game? I don't I, even know. So yeah, We'll just go with it. It's a good problem <laughs> to have. It. We can go with it. Now, when he wins like two or three in a row, we're going to get rid of the issues. Yeah, no question. I love it. Thanks, I love Coach. it. Well, Appreciate I appreciate it. you guys, man. Appreciate Have fun. Guys. Merry Christmas. Be right, safe Carter. out there, man. Yeah, happy right, holiday, man. Be too. safe. Bye now. From, 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 one, from one G to another. Yep. Oh, by the way, well, yeah, while you bring in Dave there, uh, real quick, Charles Gilbert uh, with yep. the $5 dono. Mm -hmm. Appreciate it, man. I have a question. Are NIL deals signed for one year or for two or three years? Man, that's that's a good question. Um, I think that it all depends on who it's a it contract. is. Yeah, it's I think a it's a year to it's a year to year deal. I think it is right because you see guys like TVD and some others are re upping their deals with with Johnny Ruiz and, and some other uh, some other brands. So um, it's a good question though, but I think it is a year. Well, it's, to year a, it's deal. a contract; they can sign whatever they want. It's yeah, it's, it can go for multiple. It generally doesn't want, make right? sense to do it more than one year. Right. TBD was someone that potentially could have gone pro. So what would he be doing an NIL deal? So exactly, this right. definitely would have been one year. Um, but no, they and can fish, stretch it fish, out. The scholarships are on one year deals. So. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so everything can go away in a year. Um, well, theoretically, the NIL is not to go to a specific school. So oh, okay. <laughs> so you can carry it over to the next. <laughs> yeah, point. so you can take it oh. with you when your scholarship gets through. All right. Oh, just one other thing real quick before. So I see some questions coming in the chat about stuff in the portal and all. We are going to talk portal tonight, but later. So, yep. Because right now we got our recruiting people like Dave on. So and now we got <laughs> Mr. Dave Franklin, baby, from uh, the Miami Flow Media Channel. What's going on, Dave? What is happening, fellas? You, 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 listen, you sound like you've been up since four o'clock in the morning. Bro, I'm going to go answer the phone about an hour. They said, man, you sound exhausted. I said, that's because I'm exhausted. It's a good kind of, you know, exhausted. But, yeah, I've been going since about 4 or 4.30, and it's been nonstop, you know. But it's a good it's a good day. You know, it's kind of like – it's kind of like Christmas. You know, at the end of the day, you're exhausted, but it was a good day. So Absolutely. Uh, no worries, man. No complaints. But we appreciate you coming on, man. We won't, we won't take up much of your time. But, look, listen, it's, it's hard to do these shows on – especially on early signing day without bringing in the guys that really, you know – really kind of dive into this, you know, full force, 100% all the time uh, and, and really know what's going on, kind of have the pulse of, of you know, recruiting and transfer portal news and everything that's out there. Um, kind of give me your ideas on what you think five or seven record and Mario's out there kicking ass and taking names, right? Shoving people in lockers, okay? Uh, it's It's unprecedented, right, what he's doing. But it's exciting. And now, look, I know a lot of fans are going to think, man, we're not, we didn't get this guy. We didn't get that guy. Do they, uh, talk to me about what he really, what he, what has Mario done with this 2023 class um, 
that kind of makes you go, holy crap, right? And, and and what can you see kind of down the road for Mario uh, from a recruiting perspective? Yeah, if you've got to look too hard to find something to be excited about, you just, I don't know, you need something else to do because this ain't it. Um, five and seven, right? And then we're sitting here in the top five right now. Uh, you know, some smoke going around about this guy didn't sign and that thing, and now he's going to sign. I don't know. You know, I just know right now we're we're top five, and I'm going to enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? This is a good day. Uh, go back and look at the past years, you know, where recruiting has been, where we were, you know, we if we hit top 12, man, we're, we're good, right? Um, I love the thing about folks say if he's recruiting this way after five and seven, wait to see what he does when we're winning. Fellas, this is just what he does. Winning, losing, this is Mario's DNA. He recruits. This is what he does. And, yeah, does winning help? Sure it does. How much better do you want this thing to be, bro? We're, we're sitting number four right yeah, now. I don't think it could get much better even if you win 12 games, right? <laughs> if it, bro, if it gets better than this, I'm all in. The only thing that would be better that we got the wins to celebrate as well. You know what I'm saying? So, right. look, I know it's got to transpire to the field. you got to develop these guys. I, I understand all that. But, you know, sitting here right now, uh, after the season we had, this is something to be excited about. And you look at the trenches, you know, I like the trenches, and that's where it starts right now. Are you serious? We've got two of the top three, I say two of the top two offensive tackles in the country, not to mention the number one offensive lineman in the portal. That's not even talking about the rest of the class. I don't know. Like I said, if you're if you're digging around for some positivity today, uh, you need to go watch dog shows or something because this just ain't it. <laughs> Um, any questions here for uh, for Dave? You got anything for Dave? Yeah, just I mean, some of the same stuff we probably co- cover with Coach Hayes. Just so, what, what's the who's the guy you think in this class can most impact the, the upcoming year? Uh, I think the easy answer there probably is you know one of the linemen that we talked about because lots of times first year freshmen, you know, you you've got the talent and the skill and all that, but you know your body type and physical, you know. A development stuff like that, you know, is an issue. But I, I don't look at these guys and think, man, he needs to develop more physically. So I think one of those guys, if not both, could come in in a position of need. There's not a whole lot of competition there to, to scare them away. Uh, but I think if you get a little deeper into that, I think somewhere, obviously, Reuben Bain and guys like that. But if you look in kind of just the linebacker group as a core, you know, I think you could see somebody there. Again, it's not a position where there's a whole lot there holding them back. So, you know, I think somebody from there could kind of make a name from themselves, kind of get on the field. And maybe I, I love, and I, I know I keep saying this, anybody watches me, just close your ears that you're going to hear it again. I love Wesley's development last year, the way he was brought along slow, bit by bit. You saw more and more and more. And then at the end, guess what? He's your guy, right? It would have been real easy to throw him in last year, kind of the safety valve. Hey, we need him now, but they didn't do that. Uh, took their bumps and bruises. I would love to see somebody in this linebacker core kind of develop that way. And then towards the end of the year, they're really making an impact. So I think you could see something there. Absolutely. I hear you. Uh, Blue, what you got for uh, for Dave? Hey, Dave, thanks. Sorry I couldn't make it th- this morning, but I'm feeling better, though. <laughs> hey, uh, that's all that counts, my friend. Yeah, yeah. It's better, doesn't uh, it? W- hey, we talked about Brown, uh, you know, coming, uh, winning the battle against Alabama in a position that obviously can never have enough quality defensive backs, especially like him. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. What do you think his ceiling is? Because I, you know, having watched him a couple of times live, you know, especially last weekend and people it's, he's got the Carmoni, Carmoni McLean syndrome where you don't see enough of him because people don't throw on his side. That was McLean. That was a lot of things that people kind of said about McLean. Well, we didn't get a chance to see how physical he was because he was away from the ball. What about Brown and what, what does he represent to this class? Yeah, I think he's huge as far as the whole, the easy part, the legacy thing, you know what I'm saying? You know, brother, dad, and all that stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think with a little smoke going around with Cormani, whatever happens there, I think Landon Brown kind of took, you know, takes a little bit of that off. Hey, we got, you know, we got him. So as far as his, his ceiling and type of player he is, I think, you know, I think he's got a really good shot to come in because, again, it's just kind of everywhere you look. You know, there's not a whole lot there to kind of to keep him off the field if he can develop. And he's already got the size, you know, you know, good size, good height, good weight. And I think I think he's a little bit more physical than what some people think. Uh, not necessarily, you know, you're a headhunter. He's going to be he's not going to shy away from contact. Uh, I think I think he's a, a solid tackler. I think he's got that down. That sounds very simple, but obviously we know over the past few years that's something we've lacked in as well. So I think he's got all of the mechanics that you want to work with. You know what I'm saying? He's not a guy that's going to come in and you're going to have to just start rebuilding from the ground up to get him to the next level. I think he brings a lot of things in his tool bag that you can work with. So I think I think his size helps. And again, I think I think his tackling and his, you know, he's, he's not going to shy away from the physical side of it too. So I think, I thought it was a huge pickup to be honest with you. Uh, real, real quick before uh, we've got a couple more questions for Dave. We actually got a question in the chat for Dave. Uh, Charles has another uh, another five dollar dono from Charles Gilbert. We appreciate it, brother. Thank you. Uh, just I guess piggybacking off of his last question: If a player signs a two year NIL and goes to transfer portal one year, does the player lose the other year? So I'll answer this really quick. There's always there's always clauses um, in those contracts that you know allow you to get out, or they may transfer to the to the next place you go to. That that's a question that we might have to bring on uh, uh, Johnny Ruiz or Darren Heitner <laughs> to answer. Well, that question. I, I can we'll sort of answer. I can I can answer part of that. You can't explicitly tie the NIL to going to a school. That's gotcha. well, a violation. So in theory, they can't do anything, and it would travel with them. Now, unless they're idiots, these are technically marketing deals. They would have tied it to something locally, right? Right, and so. You have to show up at all canes and sign something like every other week or whatever it is. And that's like, all right, you're going to do that from like USC. No. So, so they would have structured it that way. But in theory, you cannot explicitly say the NIL deal is for you to attend the school. That that is explicitly banned. There you go. Which is one of the reasons, by the way, Johnny Ruiz is so vocal about it. He's showing like, Hey, I'm advertising my brands here. (laughs) Right. He's actually and everyone's like, why Facts. is he so out front about it? Because that's the actual purpose. And right. everyone knows what life all is, is now. Yep. Everyone knows his businesses. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing so it, the it's, right way. it is. It's working uh, real quick. Uh, Dave's Bye Bye Bosworth has a question for you in the chat. Uh, if you want to find it. But yeah. So, Dave, what can we do uh, on receiver? I guess he's uh, at the receiver position. We need more six, three receivers. Yeah. So this is this is an interesting one, right? Because the two guys that that we have locked in are uh, Ray Ray and we've got um, Robbie, right? Bobby's the running the linebacker. Yeah. Robbie, Robbie's yeah, the receiver. Yes. Good, <laughs> high school. Got... Good high school. Yeah. 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 I bet it is. Uh, um, Rob, Robbie Washington and Ray Ray Joseph, Nathaniel Joseph uh, are two not huge. Not obviously uh, Ray Ray is uh, kind of a, a smaller guy. Uh, yeah, and, 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 um, and Robbie as well, not, not super big like his brother, Bobby, but 
uh, smaller type receivers. What what can you expect from from the Canes? You know, moving forward. I mean, look, there's still time, right? You still have regular signing day in February. You've got some guys that the Canes are probably looking at right now, whether it's transfer portal or or high school that haven't signed. What what do you expect them to do as far as receiver? Yeah, as far as like performance and that thing, I think you look at what you got right now, and I think you know Colby obviously showed signs last year. Uh, Isaiah Horton uh, is a guy that I love, not just because he's from Tennessee, but a little bit because he's from Tennessee. But you know, he, he's he's got that size. You know, I think he's got the potential and that sort of thing uh, to kind of get worked in. Um, there's still some guys in the portal uh that i think they're going to look at but i agree with the statement yeah we need some big body guys uh, i love the the slot guys and the the speedsters and all that i love it but i think you need a real real fine mix of that but uh, i think there's a couple guys still left on the board like i said this thing's going to go till tomorrow and i think portal and things like that but i think it doesn't matter and i know everybody's tired of hearing me say this but i keep getting asked so i'm gonna keep saying it i don't care who's out here who's back here until the people up front are fixed. It don't freaking matter. It just doesn't. I don't care if the guy's six, three or, you know, five, 10, it it just doesn't. And so I think once that, once that problem goes away, this question is going to kind of go away. And I agree. We need those big bodies. I want to be physical. And Mario does. We know that he he wants to be physical, but I I think you cut, I think we've got some guys on the roster now that could probably take that step if they're given the chance to do it. And then, like I said, I think probably portal because I, I would like to see a wide receiver six three six four to come in game ready. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, give me the recruits, and I know that's what we're talking about. But you know, give give me a, a guy out of the portal that can come in right now and either you know grab a spot or push the guys that we've got. We need that. We need the competition to kind of elevate the dudes that we have here. Like a Rambo. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rambo. Give me, you know, KJ Osborne when he came in and tried, kind of took that leadership role. You know what I'm saying? Not just on the field, but kind of in the locker room presence. Yeah. A guy like that. So, uh, I, I think that's kind of the direction that you look at. I see the name Thornton down there. Yeah, Thornton, me all day long. I'm good with that. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, uh, Dave, let them know where they can find you, man. We'll we'll get y'all out. I know you need this. You need some rest, brother. I hear it. I keep saying that, and then I keep getting on a call or a show or something. I'm just going on fumes at this point. I'm kind of like Coach Hayes driving today. He was on my show this morning at like 11, and he was driving. I don't know where you're at, dude. He's got to be home. He's got to be clear to the other side of the country if he's been driving all day long. No, no, he was he was parked in Georgia now. So I don't know what he's running from, but that man's on the run. I think. Um, Yeah, uh, Sebastian Lane Thursday nights 9:15. And uh, then uh, I show the Miami Flow. We usually have a show every night uh, through the week. Uh, Flow on Sundays, MiamiFlowMedia.com. We've got a whole list to break down the shows and the times. So uh, that's where you can check me out. Awesome. Hit me up again, Dave, for uh, and I'll come on. I will. You know I'll hold you to it. I won't go away. I know. All, All right. right, buddy. Thank <laughs> you. Appreciate right. it, man. Have a good, hey, Merry, have Merry a good holiday. Man. Thank you, Dave. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, folks. Um, All right, just straight up into a. I mean, why waste time? Let's just bring on the man, the myth, the legend, I'm, Maxwell. I'm just a myth. You're just a myth. Uh, uh, uh. You're just a myth. Uh, this is the up? first. It's the first time I've seen the beard live. Man, look at that. That thing is glorious. Is <laughs> Fear long. the beard, baby. Fear the beard. Yeah. Uh, what's up, short stack? What's going on, man? 
Yeah, I'm tired, man. I woke up at like two in the morning, went back to sleep, woke up at like five, and then uh, I've been up all day, man. Oh, man. What a day. That's what, what you do, man. Been. That's what you do. That's why you're so successful. You yeah. know, it's, uh, it's, it was a long day, a long day with, uh, with, with a lot of, uh, trying to calm people down. So Max, Max you're getting some love on the chat, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it clean. <laughs> no, man. Well, you know what? All right, let's start off just with re- Actually, re- real quick, just, you know, I don't, we obviously think, but thanks for the donut, yeah, man. man. Really appreciate it. And then actually Gary, friend of the program. So, yeah, that makes and sense. And that's because he actually makes them go yeah. into the office and do things right. like they have to work <laughs> for it. So, that's yeah. the way you tie them in. You make them do stuff in person and then they kind of have to stay. Uh, like run the paper shredder and stuff yeah. like that. Some, some crazy guy here. We don't know who this is. He's, he's got to be a new guy uh, around town. Negus, some guy named Negus. I have no idea who he is, but. Uh, yeah. Has a question, Blue. No, no, shout out to Negus what's up, dog. Uh, Blue, no matter what, I'm happy that you're still with us, man. Oh, everybody knows. Yeah, that's, that's the no, goat no, right no, there, no, baby. No. Uh, Thanks, with, that, with that being said, the panel, panel, who is the one recruit that you feel the recruiting sites missed on the most in terms of ratings and rankings? I'm just going to say a name. Everybody can say a name. We don't have to kind of, you know, go on about it because uh, uh, and I will be here all day, I'm sure, with that. But I'm going to go I'm going to go a little, a little different, right? Because a lot of people are going to say Ruben Bain. I'm not going to say Ruben Bain. I'm going to go Bobby Washington. I think that uh, that he's the kind of kid that maybe uh, flew under the radar a little bit. And if you look at his tape, you, you see the way he played at Palmetto. That kid, that kid is one of the top linebackers in the country. I don't think anybody else can tell me otherwise. Uh, just the way, just his his aggressiveness, the way he plays, he's definitely a big time linebacker. Yeah. I'm going to stick with Stafford because of the fact that I watched I him play basketball. Kid uh, has a 40-inch vert. He's extremely, extremely athletic. Uh, he's got long arms, and uh, I think he flew. I think he flew be, be, because I think if schools like Alabama and Oklahoma and, and Ohio State would have discovered him when Miami did, so you got to give Miami props for really, really sticking with him. Sort of like Emory did, you know, with like what Ponce did with Emory uh, because I know – that a lot of schools wanted him towards the end because the kid put on a show towards the last five games of the season. So I'm going to say stick with him. I think that's a kid that jumps into the, in the picture really quick because he's so athletic and he's going to force his way onto the field. Yep. DJ, who do you got? Uh, we could hear you if you were not on mute. Yep. Yep. No, hold on. I just had an issue there, <laughs> but uh, I'm back now and I'm going to say Jackson Carver. Nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I nice. like his ability to stretch the field, and I think he can be a big vertical weapon. That's an interesting one. Max, who do you got? There's, like, so many to pick from, but I, I got to go with Joshua Horton. I don't know if you guys have seen some of the pictures that have come out yeah. recently with him next to some of the other recruits. I mean, Monster. we're talking about a guy that is – he's a refrigerator with legs. I mean, that's that's just that's just what he is. And, and that can dunk, a refrigerator that can dunk. Yeah, like, he's unbelievable playing against – elite competition there in, in Georgia. Um, really, really fast, really, really twitchy for a guy at his size. Uh, I think he's severely, severely underrated. Vish, who do you got? So I don't know if he's underrated, but I'll go with Chris Johnson. You can't coach that speed. And and this team needs game breakers. I think he's going to blow games open. And that just – that'll open up the, the whole defense. I don't – I don't think people realize how important it is to have – have that game-breaking speed out of the backfield. We haven't had it in a long time. 
So that, that's, that's I, I think it can be a game changer for the entire offense. All that grinded out stuff we do, it's a lot more palatable when when he rips off a fifty yard run. I mean, that's the truth. <laughs> then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, good thing we ran the ball, right? <laughs> I mean, it's just a completely yeah. different perspective. So, so I think he he has a chance to shift kind of the way we play. Kane's three hundred five with the with the four ninety nine dono has a question. Also, great show as always. Um, how are we going to keep these guys we have from leaving next year? Go Kane. So, um, we won't, I don't want to spend too much time. That's Texas A and M. Yeah, you got you got to win number one and number two. Look, guys are going to leave, right? I mean, that's just the nature of the business now. It doesn't matter if they get playing time. It doesn't matter if they don't. You know, sometimes they're just going to leave, right? Uh, for other opportunities, and that's just the name of the game right now. So at this point, I think that we got to focus on what we can do this year. We got to win football games. Um, we know that Mario's going to keep recruiting the way he's recruiting, so I'm I'm cool with that. But um, you know, uh, just win, man. Win and worry about that later. Forget about it. You know, that's what I think. Um, another question. This is going to go for for not, Max. Not Bass. not really not really a question. Just you know, Max has a fan club. We got we got to pause here and, and let him bask in this. Yeah, shout out to Caro. She knows uh, no cafecito here, so no, she doesn't. Caro is my dog. Caro is my dog. What's up, Caro? You know I got love for you, Caro. I appreciate you coming on. She's my dog. Eh, She's been my dog longer. All right, I I win that one. I win that one. Can can we not be the show with five dudes on here calling a woman a dog? Just can we can we not do that? (laughs) Uh, Listen, Caro even say I'm. Caro even say it, all right? You got to know Caro. Caro is, Caro is the best. Uh, sending love to her all the time. Yeah, she, she's uh, she's awesome, man. Um, real quick, Jeff Lynn has a question for us. Uh, Larry doesn't seem to – well, first he says, Larry doesn't seem to be too high on Cormani. Character issues perhaps, uh, no matter what, it, it's a spectacular re- – So, okay, so this is a question that I wanted to ask Max anyways, right? Um, are you surprised? Is there anything that kind of threw you off? Uh, and, and then I'll have Blue answer that question also because I know he's got a good take on, on Carmani as well. But are you kind of thrown off by him not, not signing today? Um, is, there, is there smoke? Is there stuff that we should worry about? Or should kind of Kingston say, yo, relax, chill out, let Mario handle his business? Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone should be surprised with anything in recruiting. I think recruiting has kind of shown you that. I mean, we saw what Travis Hunter did last year. Um, we've seen a guy flipped from Notre Dame to Oregon today and then didn't give Oregon his NLI. And so now Oregon doesn't even know if he's sticking with that commitment. You've had, oh, you know, bone, right? Bone. Yeah, you, you've yeah. had jury on Dickey, like say he has an announcement at a certain time, post pictures of Oregon and then says he has another announcement three hours later. Like <laughs> nothing surprises me in recruiting anymore and it shouldn't surprise anybody. You know, if Nick Saban wasn't recruiting Cormani still, he wouldn't be Nick Saban. I mean, these guys don't just quit because they didn't get the guy they wanted. They fight until the very, very end. So is there something to be worried about? I mean, sure, he didn't sign when we thought he was going to sign. Um, but at the end of the day, I trust the coaching staff, and I think they're going to they're gonna seal the deal. Amen to that. Uh, Blue, what's your take on Cormani? I mean, he's you know considered the, I guess, the second highest uh, recruit. Isn't that crazy? He's the second highest recruit on – on our board, <laughs> he's a five-star guy, the best player at his position uh, based off of the rankings. What's your take on Carmani as a player all around and, and his contribution to the Kings when he signs with us? Well, I've had an opportunity to see him probably at every 
stop from practice to games to seven on seven. Um, I said early on and I, I kind of got in trouble. So I got to watch my words now because I, you know, I, I'm, I'm figuring now that a lot more people watch me than I thought because uh, <laughs> I got, I got hit pretty good uh, by some people who, who said that I thought he w- wasn't good, which is not true. I, I think he's an extremely good a talented young man who plays this game extremely well. I just don't think that from a a standpoint of the teams that, that Lakeland's played and the teams that Lake Gibson plays, they they didn't test him. They were going away from him. So he really never got an opportunity uh, to, you know, to go against a St. Thomas Aquinas or go against a Miami Central or go against, I mean, the toughest opponent they had was Kissimmee Osceola and uh, their best player was a running back. Uh, so I'm thinking, you know, and, and I watched them last year, a different situation at Lake Gibson. Uh, you know, he, he played a lot more gr- aggressively, but that's what I'm saying. They haven't gone enough to him. So that's the one thing that I said, I, I, I want to wait and see. I want to see when he gets here, as you say. I want to see what happens when he, although we don't have a, you know, a major receiver yet, but sooner or later we will. And he's going to have to go against some of the top uh, receivers in the nation, uh, you know, in the ACC and on on Miami's schedule. So that was the only thing that I said. I just, um, I, I haven't seen enough of him. I've seen him, but I haven't seen enough of him in action. And, you know, watching him in seven on seven, you know, he stopped, got, you know, got some stops, but he also, you know, got torched quite a few right in front of my eyes. So, um, you know, I, and I don't put much credence in the seven on seven other than it's just, you know, a way to keep in shape. But that's the only thing I said. Uh, you know, I, I think that he's a great talent. Miami needs to sign him, and I'm sure they will. Uh, you know, it, 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 you know, like Max just said, uh, what he's doing now is uh, there's a lot of people still courting. And uh, for a young kid like that, I think it's exciting to get all that attention. And I'm sure there were a lot of things last night and over the weekend where it was, you know, because when they got back from the state championship game, I'm sure a lot of people got in his ear and they go, wait a minute. You know, you don't have to make your decision right now. You've got some time. Take a step back. If you think Miami's the deal, then you go there. If not, then look elsewhere. And that's, it's the only reason that's happening now. I mean, and I got a chance to talk to him uh, at the state championship game on Saturday and, uh, you know, really good man. His wife, his mother doesn't let him talk to too many people, unfortunately. He, he, I, I don't know why, but uh, that's okay. You know, I mean, he's going to get wherever he gets, especially if he gets here. Uh, <clears throat> there's enough discipline. There's enough people who are going to structure his life. So we'll see. Yeah going to be interesting. So don't construe that as I don't think he's good. That's <laughs> that's not that's not what that's all about. So we can cut that right there. We cut it right out. Cut, cut the <laughs> don't construe that part out and it fits perfectly. Oh, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. Uh, new intro um, for the show. Yeah, right. <laughs> you should put it in. You should put it in the, the mashup. Um, I'm going to clear out some of these comments. A lot of people, you know, saying what's up. We got Rasta yeah, in the chat. Rasta. Um, <coughs> More, more love for Bobby Washington. Um, something about something I'm not going to share from, from, I think, one of Max's boys here. I'll, I'll skip right over that. Oh, and then I, I don't even know if I should share the WD-40 stuff, so we'll just keep it moving. Um, Josh Livingston, thanks for the, uh, the shout. And then we do have a question, so yes. we'll get to that. Where is it? Uh, we are so much needed. Anything worthwhile on the portal? 
uh, or will Mario Cristobal move Bain and others inside? So, you know, I was thinking about this, Max, and, and I'll throw it to you because we've got some guys that, you know, we, we recruited Josh Horton, obviously. Uh, I, I, I don't want to say we didn't miss out on Adelaide or Adelaide, whatever his name is. We, you know, he, he ended up going to Michigan State. So that was just a guy that we were we were obviously in the mix for. Is there anybody from the high school level or um, even, you know, in the transfer portal that is out there, right? Because obviously there's always guys that we might not, you know, know that, you know, the Canes are talking to or whatnot. At least it's not out in the public. But there's some guys that maybe you like that could still be uh, an option for, for the Canes. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the biggest thing that they need is not necessarily just a traditional – um, pass rushing defensive tackle. They need more of the pluggers. Um, we lost three of those guys this this offseason, Jordan Miller, Daryl Jackson, and Alan Hay, who all kind of fit that role. Um, so I think that's what you're looking to replace. You've got good pass rushing defensive tackles between Thomas Gore, who they got today, um, between Leonard Taylor and Jared Harrison Hunt. Um, so you kind of need those bigger guys like, like the Ahmad Motens of the world. Um, so there's definitely some guys in the transfer portal out there uh, that, that are solid. You, you pretty much just need some guys to, to eat space. That, that, that's that's what it is. Um, so I, I don't know about high school. I know one of the guys they were trying to flip ended up signing where he was committed to. So, you know, he's out of the equation. But they they know that it needs to be addressed, and I'm sure they're going to do it. Uh, you want to address the, the donor real quick before we – have one more question for Max, and we'll we'll uh, we'll get him out of here. Uh, Kane's three hundred five uh, with a dono four ninety nine dono. Appreciate it, man. What do you guys think about the two four seven sports signing day twenty twenty two winners and losers saying Miami is a loser? Well, first of all, they didn't say they're a loser yet. They put the question marks. It's just ridiculous. It's clickbait. But go ahead, Bish. Yeah. So what you got to understand is um, we might not have you know won anything of note in twenty years. We still move the needle. So they're gonna put something in there to 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 draw attention. Um, right. That's why all the national shows talk about Miami on these things. And that's why they did it to get, I bet you all clicked on it and read it. Yeah. And that was the goal they did. when, yeah, a top, top three class after going five and seven losers. Yeah. In case, by the way, like, like Jess says, if Cormani McLean doesn't sign just to, just to put a point on it, if Cormani McLean ends up going somewhere else, which we still don't think he will, we still think he'll be in Miami. If he does, this class is still fantastic. So I, it, it's 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 borderline trolling. It's it's just to get you to click on the article, which everyone in Miami and in South Florida, which has like seven million people in it, went and clicked. So they got their money out of it. Yeah. That, that's what it was. They don't actually believe that. No one does. Max, your uh, speaking of winners and losers, who is the guy you are most excited about on this? Um you know, the signing class that could possibly come in and make an, an immediate impact. Mm, immediate impact. That's, that's tough. Um, I'm going to go Ruben Bain just because I think he has the technique down already. Uh, you know, might have to put on a little bit of size, but from a technique perspective, he's very, very advanced for his age. Um, and he was my can't miss recruit in this cycle, just like Wesley was last year. So uh, to me, it's Ruben Bain. It seems to be the running theme for a lot of people, which makes a lot of sense also. Um, and then last but not least, you're under the radar guy in this class that could potentially make some noise, um, whether it's, you know, gets just some significant playing time or or whatnot. 
mm, under the radar that can get significant playing time. Or like just like, make an impact of some sort, right? Well, one of the problems with this class is everyone's so highly rated. It's like the under the radar guy's like a four star ranked in the top fifty. It's just like how about the unranked uh, Aussie punter we just got? No, there we uh, go. Dylan Joyce, there we go. Shout no, out. Uh, I'm I'm gonna stick with the same guy. I think Joshua Horton has potential to get some snaps this year. Yeah, that's a big one. Let him know. Let him know, Max. Uh, we got the boss man back to say Sue, so you know how uh, that is. No, you can't have us at the, on at the same time. There's no way. That's chaos. Uh, Miami Flow Max on Twitter. Um, my show's on Tuesdays, the Maxed Out Show, with a, starring A Black uh, <laughs> at, at 9.30 Eastern. So uh, that's where you can find me. I don't know. I don't know if any of you stars are Yankees fans, so I don't know about that. But anyways, uh, I digress. Uh, Max, you know, we love you, brother. Appreciate yes, you coming on, man. Take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code OLDLINE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Have a happy new year. Have a hot, great holiday. He got out of here quick, huh? He said, "Let me yeah, make sure. room. Let me make room for the boss man." Well, also, Oop. man, this California time is rough on signing day. I tell you, <laughs> I tell you. By the way, before we bring on the boss man, we got this in Karate Cherry Coffee City, JT Field. You're in the wrong show, but listen, we appreciate all the all the all the uh, <laughs> all the. Um, the things that you're posting I mean, up about the Bobcats I, it, and the Supersonics and it's it's definitely it's definitely a bot or you think so? Oh, I don't for think sure. it is. The Supersonics, dude, come on, man. I don't know, but somebody said something about the Panthers. Uh, we they, did Bobcat, Bobcat? Supersonic and NBA team Bobcat yeah. can share Hornets courts. They also said uh, Blazers what? lose Thunder. Ha ha ha. I don't know what the hell is going on there, but whatever, <laughs> man. We appreciate all the comments. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. They are. A, like a like a sentient bot writing NBA teams, some of which don't exist anymore, into the chat. It makes sense, right? Because this is an NBA channel for the for a, hey, we're changing that. I mean, look, it's a basketball channel, and our basketball, basketball team is kicking ass. So right, yeah, there you go. There you, go. you went basketball, yeah, Absolutely. yeah. What 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 basketball win, team in South Florida is actually propping up the city? It ain't the Heat. It ain't the Heat. That's for sure. <laughs> so, um, Speaking of uh, propping up the city, let's bring him in. Uh, the, the city himself. The city. Nobody reps the city harder than this man right here. What's up, peoples? How's everybody What's doing up, tonight? Man? Hey, man, listen. Hey, I, I appreciate you coming on. I know you ain't feeling the, the best, so I won't keep you too long, brother. I appreciate it. No, big deal. Today was a good day, though. I, I just been – I don't know, man. This thing has been kicking my butt. But today I feel I feel like I'm getting back to myself. So sitting in the air conditioner, coming on, talking with you guys. Not a big deal. Not a big deal. It, is, it makes you feel a little better after what the Kings did uh, today, right? 
I, I don't understand how people can still be negative. I just yeah. don't even, I, I don't understand. Maybe, I don't know, like, what do you want? Like, what else do you want? I'm <laughs> just, just being honest. Like, what else do you want? Flo, if you, you, know watch, our, if you watch our intro, wait, wait, bitch. If yeah. you watch, if Flo, if you watch our intro, you will see exactly what is wrong with us. Right, Vish? Because our intro says it. Right at, right towards the end. Yeah, I think I was yelling yeah. about how everyone was, like, treating Tyler Van Dyke like yeah. crap. And I said, what is wrong with us? And, and That's Jazz exactly says, where it came from. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Jazz, Jazz says, we're Miami Hurricanes fans. Wow. That's what's wrong with us. So it, it works. <laughs> um, oh, Shout out to I, Falcon I, for the for the dono real quick. 305, great day today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Good Go donation ahead, amount, too. Solid. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, bitch. Go ahead, my bad. No, it's it's just, you know, it's been so long since we've been good. It's like we don't know how to be happy. <laughs> it's, what like, it it's, like, it's like a car that's like transmission is stuck and you can't shift that a neutral. Like you can you can try, it won't happen. No kidding, man. No kidding. Um Flo, I'm 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 gonna hit you with the the heavy hitter right off the bat, right? The first one's gonna be heavy and then we'll kind of ease off. Okay? Oh boy. Um what's your take on what's going on with uh Mr. Lakeland over there and I'm trying to word this. I'm trying to do a flow here. I'm trying to word this right. Mm. Okay. Um, do the Kane, do Kane's fans need to relax? I mean, this and is not only about listen. him, right? I, I guess we can go broader and be like, can we just chill? Look, look for, what all, we're doing. for everyone that's been covering recruiting, I, I think you'll agree with me. This is modern day recruiting now. Like you're, you're this. This is not going to be weird every year from now. When you when you inject money, right? And you and it's so now there's easy access to these guys and their handlers. Uh, it, the one or two in your class are always going to get a little interesting, you know. I really think that uh, I agree with you know the consensus where I'm not really concerned. Um, I think. The relationship's going to matter. I think Miami did the, the best job. Um, I I don't want to go out on a limb and say I'm 100% think Cormani tomorrow is going to say Miami, but I I really don't have a reason to not feel that, you know, especially because who is on the job with, with Cormani? It's the most underrated guy in that building, which right. is DVD, you know, and he's done an absolute solid job, you know, and let, let, let's be honest. The rumors of what is it, Dion and all this. Come Listen, on, man. <laughs> if you really are digging, if you really are digging, you know, you know that it, it, there's other stuff in play, and I, I think we'll be okay. You know, everything I'm hearing, I think we'll be okay. But I don't want to speak for the young man. I'll give him his moment tomorrow, and hopefully he st- he stands by his word, and he's he's the cherry on top. You know, he's the cherry on top of the class. Absolutely, absolutely. I. Uh, before we get to, to some other questions, I got one more question. Then we'll kind of go around the clock um, here. Uh, I'm 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 going to talk mostly about the transfer portal guys, right? Because I'm really, I, believe it or not, I'm just as excited about the transfer portal guys as the high school kids because we got some we got some some dudes, man. I'm talking about like people don't know, right? And obviously, watch. I don't watch a lot of tape, but just based off of production and based off of watching some you know clips here and there, Thomas Gore seems like that dude. Okay, um, uh, France, Francisco Malgoa, brother of Francis Malgoa, seems like that dude that can come in and get some significant minutes here on this team, right? Uh, who's who's another transfer portal guy that I'm I'm drawing a blank on? Devonte Brown, right? Who's the brother of Damari Brown? Who another big time? Uh, all, all these transfer portal guys, 
what does that tell you about what Mario is trying to do with with this team as a whole? Because those 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 are some some really good names, and I think there's obviously some others out there that still haven't pulled the trigger that are going to, whether we know the names or not. Um, I think it's that that's big. Talk to me a little bit about how how you feel about what uh, the Kings have done in the transfer portal so far. I'll start off with the first guy, Gore. Uh, it, at first, it threw me off because it, if you know the theme, if you if you've noticed the theme with with Mario and Zoe, it's bigger, stronger, faster, right? This guy is not a big D tackle. Right. You know, when you go when you go look at him, he's he's actually very very undersized. Played in a small conference at at the same time, right? So of course, you got that little thing attached to your name where Zoe offered him. So you're like, all right, I don't know anything. Let me go watch the tape. Because I had never heard of him. I'll be honest with you. I had no idea who he was. Thomas Gore. I never knew. I didn't know anything about him. And then you watch the tape and you're like, now, I, duh. Like you go, uh, duh. Like now I understand why they're, they're, they're after this guy. I see this guy honestly be more of a third down guy, a rotational guy. Um, again, that's just my take on it because of the size issue. I don't know if he's a first down guy. I don't think he's a first down guy personally. But I think he's going to wreak havoc. You see what he did when, the, when he does play a couple of the bigger schools. You know, his his numbers speak for themselves, right? And Francisco, you know, it's interesting. Like, you know, it's he's like the the linebacker size that we're looking for, right? 6'3 six, six, and just cock diesel as far as he's just a big dude, right? Just a big farmer, strong kind of guy. But he's got that motor, you know, it's that, probably that Samoan background helps him, in my opinion. I think that's what it is. But – I was surprised with him more or less being able to to cover, you know, um, I, a lot of times when those guys are that big, you can kind of exploit them and, and coverage a little bit, you know, very rare. Do you see one that's that big that can move like that? He, he was a very pleasant surprise for me because I thought he was a throw in because of his brother. But but what's he, what, what's the first clip you see from him? Pick six. Yeah, when, the pick six, the pick yeah, six yeah. against Oregon. Right. So that yeah, tells you everything. I, it's just interesting. Like. <laughs> It was, again, and not to sound dumb, but another pleasant surprise. Now, not Cohen from Bama, like that's a man right there. That 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 was just, I, I that's a home run. I mean, that, that's a home run. I mean, you get a guy, a proven, right, a proven guy, at arguably the number one program in the nation that started the last two years there and never has given up a sack. Um, great size, right? Uh, please give, and he has two more years of eligibility. So are you like that? That's like a Santa Claus came early for us, you know? And then, you know, Devante is just a, a massive DB. You know, he's a big DB rangy. Um, I know his stats are what they are from what, 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 what conference they played in and stuff like that. I look at him a little different than most people look at him. I'm not sure he's going to start here. I, I look at him more as a rotational piece at the end of the day. Um, but you can't have enough guys with that size and that speed that has that many snaps at the, at, at the you know, Division One level, um, especially at, at a position where, where you're depleted now when it, from an experience standpoint, right? Cornerback, we are going to be depleted from an experience standpoint. So get me an experienced guy that's solid. To me, and I know this is not popular to say, I thought he was a throw-in for Damari. That's and, and no one's gonna change my mind on that. Like I, I I'm I'm stubborn on that. I'm I'm pounding the table. Like there's just too many. There was too many guys in the portal that I thought were better that Miami didn't really go after. They went after him. So I'm thinking, all right, I see what they're doing. They're getting a piece, you know, a veteran to come in there and 
and solidify that room a little bit from the standpoint of getting the snaps. But we got to make sure we get his brother. <laughs> and we my, did. And we did, right? <laughs> yep, yep. That's just my opinion because his brother is world class. I think, I mean, I would love to hear what Blue's got to say. I think his brother is world, has a chance to be special. Well, I think, I, I think here's the thing, and I, I do want to get Blue's perspective on Damari Brown because I think that that one, it wasn't a surprise, right? It, it was just like, it was, it was, it was nice, man, to get a guy like that of that caliber come in here. And, and, and I'm with you Flo. on, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to go as far as saying he was a throw in, but right. I see it. I understand. I mean, yeah, he was a throw in. Right. But what's great about it is from a leadership and from an experience standpoint, I, you know, I don't care what anybody says. I agree. That goes a long way when it comes to teams like this that don't have experience or leadership and, and that specific at that specific position. Yep. You need a guy like that. Whether he gets 10 snaps or a hundred, like in a game, he's the kind of guy that's gonna come in. He may make you a badass play, one badass play, cause a fumble or something, and you know, not see the field, you know, Jazz. for for the next two quarters. Jazz, look. But that's every, what you need. I think the transfer portal is, should be used for two different things. An impact guy and a glue guy, right? A guy that can come in and just kind of be like that rotational glue guy, but is just as valuable as if a guy that's starting, you know? And I and I think Devontae has a chance to be that. For me, I think he he's 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 a glue guy. Like, he'll push to start, but it, he'll, be in, he'll get as many snaps as some of the starters, you know? But he's a vet. He's got those snaps. And he's huge. He's a big. He's a big corner. Like he's a big corner. Uh, that's my take. I think I, I might have kind of diminished him a little bit, but to me, the value doesn't diminish when I say glue guy. It's the same as an impact guy. Uh, Blue, what's your take on the whole? You know, the, the Brown brothers coming in and and Demar. Obviously, Demar is a special guy. Devonte coming in from uh, was UCF and um, just that whole you know that whole family and and that position as a whole, the, the defensive back position. I remember when Devontae came out, everybody thought, you know, pushing him towards Miami because his dad and because of, you know, the bloodlines there. Good kid, big guy. I kind of agree with Flo, you know, in the fact that uh, is he a marquee guy right now? No. But could he be, you know, and and people seem to, you know, they always probably fix themselves on, you know, like every team has a you know, any successful team will have players at positions that fit into the positions. I mean, I talk about HB blades when he played here in the NFL, probably not the quickest guy from going tackle to tackle, but when you funneled in the plays towards him, one of the sure tacklers. And I think that Brown probably fits that role as he's not going to be able to be a solo guy. He's going to need help. And you look at Alabama, the same thing happened to them uh, where all those, all those pieces fit in together. And I think certainly he's going to come from an experience factor from somebody who's mature. He cuts through all that, you know, beginning of, of, um, of college stuff. So yeah, yeah. From his standpoint, now his brother's a different guy. And here's a guy, and we just got done talking about McLean, and I'm not going to bash him, but unlike McLean, Brown has played against the elite of elite. Okay, he's already had an opportunity, whether it be seven on seven or this year, having to go against Smith and having to go against Trader and having to go against guys like that and working with 
un, undoubtedly the best receiver coming out of this class, no matter what anybody will tell me, in, in Brandon Innes. So when you have an opportunity to work against him, uh, play against the schedule like they did, um, I mean, this is a guy that's proven himself over and over and over again. And he was the one that had to make a choice in the Chaminade game, whether to take it to, to play against Josiah, whether to go against uh, Jeremiah Smith or Edwin, who um, signed with Florida State. So he's a guy that comes in here and he's a he's a three and see. You know, he really is. I mean, and that's just. That's just a fact, and that's what you want. You want to be able to get kids that are that elite. And um, no, he's he's a special kid, special family. And uh, but I just I did want to say that the fact that he's played uh, such a you know in in his career because that's the one thing about you know American Heritage or schools like that they don't duck anybody, so that mm-hmm. affords them to play against some of the top competition. And they went against Gibbons twice, and they went up against uh, you know Bowles, who had a pretty a really really good team, and and guys where he was tested throughout the year, and he just kept coming up and coming up. And I had a opportunity over the last five weeks to see him three times, plus the Gibbons game, and um, he'll shut you down. He will shut you down because he's he's smart. He watches a lot of film. I mean, he's one of those guys that, you know, after a play could easily look over at a opposing coach and said, hey, coach, I watch film. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean yeah. because he anticipates extremely well. He knows what, what other teams do. And that's Mike Smith, too. Mike is, you know, the old school guy like a Pat Sertan, you know, who who – has been at the pro level. So that's what you do as a professional football player. Um, every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you're watching film and you're breaking down your opponent and you're looking at, you know, instead of in there busting your head and practicing every day, they're more, they light up, they lighten up on the practice, but heavy up on watching film. And that's something that through his lineage, he's learned to do. And you can't tell me just, you know, being a former baseball player and, and, and charting pitches to understand what the team, what a team you're going to be facing the next day, what their weaknesses, what their strengths are, what their tendencies are. And that's a kid right there brings in that. And it's tough. It's tough to get a kid like that who's 18 years old and is bringing that into, you know, into the uh, into this new position of his and. You know, we kind of talk about some of the guys, and and I think we brought it up, you know, in the past, who gets on the field first and, you know, from Bain. But don't be surprised if he uh, pushes for playing time just because of who, you know, the way he approaches the game, his physicality, you know, when he's been been around the game for a while. Yep. Facts. Preach, Baloo. Preach, baby. Uh, Vish, I know you got something there. Uh, You got a question. Yeah, this was from earlier, asked in the chat. Um, oh, is that for uh, for the for, for the group for the okay. group? Yeah. yeah if you had to pick, if you had to pick, what is your number one portal choice? One on offense and one on defense. Maybe maybe just pick pick a I'm, pick a side I'm, and go. Flag along. flag always coming on strong. He knows. Yeah, it's a great up. question. Flag always knows what's up too. Flag bothers the hell out of us in the Discord, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah. I would say. Uh, on offense, it's it's going to be that wide receiver Debose, and I know Miami's working on him. Why you take my guy? Uh, oh, I, I thought it. it was my bad. I, no, I, no, no, you're good. Go <laughs> no, no, you're good. Go ahead. No, I, I and I know Miami's is is working hard on that, and that would be that would be 
that big would time. be that would be a big time get. You know, you t- this guy comes in that room immediately, and it's going it's going to make that room better. And there's a guy, there's a D tackle named I think his name is Colin Mobley. He's out of Maryland. He's about 6'4", 300. He was at USC. And he's under yeah. the radar a little bit. I would just keep an eye on that. And it's a position that we are having to address in the portal for sure. Oh, yeah. I, w- I would just, you know, little birdie talk. Like, I would just keep an eye on that name. Uh, might be someone that Miami's interested in. I, I like those names. I am I know you like this name too, Flo, on offense. I like Cavartier Smoke. I think we need another running back. Um, uh, again, we'll talk about – We need we'll a player about, with that name anyway. I know, right? the position. <laughs> no kidding, for real. Uh, but just from a – again, from another a leadership and, a, and an experience <coughs> standpoint, right? Smoke has been around for a little bit. I know he's had some injury issues, but he's a damn good running back also. So right now you've got you've got a, a, a Travante Citizen coming off an injury. You've got uh, Cheney coming off an injury. Um you know, and, and they might be 100% healthy, but you still got them coming off an injury, right? So uh, so the only proven commodity that you have is Henry Parrish. Um, and now you're bringing in a stud in Mark Fletcher and Chris Johnson. But Chris Johnson, to me, is kind of like that Swiss Army knife kind of guy again. So I think you need another guy, another, you know, tough, strong running back that can make some plays that's talented but but comes from a leadership and an experience standpoint again in that in that backfield. I like Kavarsi Smoke on, on the offensive side. On the defensive side, I I think that um, as much as I like what we've what we've done with with the linebackers, I think maybe one more linebacker in the portal. And do I have a name? Jeez, that's that's tough because I really don't honestly. Um, I don't have a name, but I think a linebacker is a position for me. I think that's the guy. Um, I don't know, Blue, if you if you have any thoughts on, on who you would like. If you have a name. Yeah. Well, I, you guys still, you know, took the, one of the guys that I was going to talk about. The, uh, the smoke kid is really good. Yeah. I mean, he's a different level. And just keep in mind that last year, and I think that Vish brought this up at the running game. So proving that you can never have too many running backs. We were down to one guy and one walk on, you know, out of all those guys that you started with the season with, and uh, we're going to have this and we're going to have that. You only had one guy at the, uh, end of the year that was a true scholarship player so yeah no i agree i think we gotta gotta i mean in in you your assessment of chris johnson's 100 percent. i i think he becomes more of a lamar miller or a duke johnson because what what happens is you get him on a wheel route against a uh, linebacker or a safety and lights out you know and then that's what lamar did if you remember lamar miller yeah he was a good from really good line from scrimmage runner and so is duke johnson but they were more valuable uh, as pass catchers because they presented a lot of problems because remember this, when they did catch the ball, they were running backs. They weren't receivers. So they had instincts, especially when they were coming up on players and um, they could truck you or, you know, or juke you. And yeah, I think that could, and especially with Chris Johnson's speed. I mean, you know, he gets out quick and uh, you know, he's, he's going to be very special. No, this is a, uh, I, I agree. I mean, if you could bring in a running back out of the portal, you do it. And, um, you know, as I understand, just talking to some of the coaches, uh, you know, at, at Miami there, this is now a portal thing. I mean, they're, they're monitoring the portal. And I think that believe it or not, I think these kids in the portal are seeing what Miami's doing with the younger kids. And they probably believe that they could come in here, 
jump ahead of those guys while being mentors at the same time. And I think that's, that's important because when you, like you talk about Cohen, I mean, here's a guy, I mean, come on. I mean, day one, I mean, he just give him his uniform now and put him on that, on, you know, in, in that starting lineup because he's got that experience. And I think that's where the portal comes in. And, and I, I think Vish, you and I talked about this, probably during the beginning of the season that I felt that this would be the most active portal of all because of the fact that there's a lot of these kids who are coming out flow and they want to get their slice of the pie that they missed out on. They're seeing these kids coming out of high school and getting these six figure deals. And they're thinking, well, wait a minute, you know, I've taken snaps. I've made an impression. And I think that's what you're going to see. You're going to see Miami because although there's a trillion kids in the portal, there's a select few that could turn a program around. So uh, real quick, Jeff, it's Cavarcia smoke is who I said. Um, you're asking the full name of the running back. Um, Flo, I know I uh, want to get you out of here. Two things, by the way. First of all, Austin, speaking of transfer portal, Austin Reed just threw an absolute dime for a touchdown in the Western Kentucky. The Western Kentucky they're playing South Alabama in, in the, I don't know what you call it, bowl game. But, um, um, what are the million yeah. bowls? He's, he obviously entered his name in the transfer portal and then, then, then went back, right? And he just threw an absolute dime uh, for a touchdown. So, um Last question so I can get you out of here, Flo. Uh, do you expect Miami to, you know, aside, Cormani McLean aside, do you expect him to do anything else tomorrow, either from a high school or the transfer portal standpoint? Is there anybody out there that could possibly, uh, and we don't have to name names or anything like that, but do you expect him to do anything? Or is there is there an idea that Miami might still have a couple more bullets left in the uh, in the magazine? Oh, there, there's bullets. There, there, there's definitely, <laughs> there's definitely, you, you notice a few guys didn't sign today. Yep. You know, uh, I would, monitor, I mean, the, the one thing you don't want to give Mario, he's like saving. You don't want to give him more time. That That's a, yeah. that's, that's a mistake. If you give that man more time. I mean, that I, I think, I think there's a very pretty good op, a possibility that there might be another signee, high school signee. Um, and I and I really believe there'll be at least two before February, um, you know, for the second one. But in the next couple of days, not counting Carmani, I would feel good with saying one, you know, one other person. Cool. Uh, I know there's still a lot of work to be done, and and uh, from a transfer portal perspective too, they're 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 definitely uh, dotting their eyes and crossing their T's. So um, excited about that. Uh, he doesn't want the smoke, uh, David. Um, Flo, we appreciate it, man. Uh, you know, obviously they know where you can find you. Everybody knows where they can find you, but let them know anyways. Uh, we're just the Miami Flow channel. All, we have a bunch of shows on there. We're one. We're the only people that all the donos we get, we turn them around into NIL deals to help the players legally. Uh, you know, we register with the school. We're doing everything right. Uh, yeah, just support us because what we do supports the team. Appreciate you guys uh, for having me on, man. You guys, are the, I love watching you guys. Thank you so much. Back at you, man. I enjoyed being on your show the other night. It was we, a lot kept, of fun. we had like 900 people watching that show live. <laughs> that thing was crazy. Well, you know what's funny, Flo? I had I had a coach, uh, Coach Hayes, on early, right? Yeah. And I was like, Coach Hayes and, and Blue, y'all need to chill out. All right, I'm not trying to have that. On this. <laughs> we need we need to. It go was awesome, this, okay? Because if not, you know they can they can go on for days. It you know? was. Yeah. I, I remember just looking up and going. It was awesome. It was nine hundred and three people live. I'm like, what is? Are we giving money away? Did like, you what not, is going did you not on get right my now? text? Did you not get my text? <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, what is happening right now? We're all famous. I'm like, this nah, is popping off. 
man. Nah, thank you guys for having me on, man. I really yeah. appreciate you guys. Have thank a good you. Christmas. Feel better. Too, Merry guys. Christmas, brother. Yeah, Feel better, Blue. Take care. Oh, man. Uh, those guys are, by the way, David... David and Negus are having a war on the on the comments in the chat. I see they, it. I love it. They're I see so, it. It's not. So it's not going to creep man. over. Which I'm trying to. A shout out to David and Dude, Negus. Hey man, man. man. People, best, people, man. people are actually donating money. It's not the time to be demonetized. So no, no. Absolutely. The chat absolutely. Not, not moving over. But. Even Terry says, <laughs> Terry says can't take you guys anywhere. <laughs> I love these guys, man. I love these guys. Oh man. Um, could go 305 hours straight yeah ain't that the truth falcon um it was fun it was fun it was fun to see you guys just reminiscing and and flo just sitting here like that like what what are these guys talking about this is incredible that was that was really cool um blue i kind of i know you got to get off in about five minutes man so Mm -hmm. i I wanted to get your your take again on the overall class right this is a big this is a huge class for mario there's a huge class for miami Top five in the country right now. If we get if uh, not if when Cormani signs tomorrow, now you're talking about the top three uh, signing class in the country, and there's still some more guys out there that uh, could possibly pull the trigger within uh, you know either tomorrow or by February. So, talk to me a little bit about you know just give me your take on on how you feel about this class, and um, you know are you excited for for what some of these players are going to do at the next level here. You know, the key guys, and, and we've said this all along, the reason why the Clemsons and the Georgias and the Ohio States and the Alabama have been successful is they can lose key guys and then replace them. And that's been Miami's probably mantra for 20 years, that they, they, they'll they get a, uh, a Taylor or they'll get a top-flight running back, but that's all they have. And in this class, I thought it proved – that you could get guys like a Mauagoa, like a um, like a um, Oakland Lola, uh, guys like a Bain, uh, you know, uh, Jaden Wayne, guys like that, and Malik Bryan, and on and on and on, and Riley Williams, who I think people are taking for granted because he's the type of kid that would end up at Iowa and then be a first round draft pick in yep. the NFL. Guys like Robert Stafford, who are like, you know, under the radar type of guys. And then we know our local kids like Nathaniel Joseph and Mark Fletcher, who are really good. But we also understand that kids like Raul Geary is going to be an impact player. Uh, Antoine Jackson, who is pretty much an unexpected guy because he was supposed to be in the next class. Uh, Kids like that. You know, I mean, kids like Chris Johnson, who. A lot of people back in the spring really didn't know a lot about yeah. because of the fact that he was he wasn't on the radar yet. But because of his amazing speed and the size of a Joshua Horton at 290 pounds and 6'4", 6'5", uh, a kid like Tommy Kinsler, who I sat down with last year. He's someone year. they don't talk about enough, right? He's a big dude, man. Yeah, yeah, he is a big dude, and he's and he's a smart kid, and he's coming out of a program at Ocala Trinity with John Brantley, who's a really, really good coach and knows the game, and used to play at University of Florida. And I mean, and 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 then you look at as uh, I believe one of I don't know who mentioned about Jackson Carver, but that's a guy right there that's kind of an unknown guy, six six, uh, has great size and two hundred twenty pounds, and then. We talk about kids like Antonio Tripp that a lot of people didn't talk much about. Uh, the the Pulliam kid, who I think is going to be amazing at a, a position. Monster. 
Yeah. yeah, at a position that Miami needs. I mean, that's what happened. You look at a Caleb Spencer, who I had a pleasure of watching in the opening game of, of the season. Uh, his life Christian team played in South Florida and really good kid, kind of a, you know, he's like, you talk about a, a Swiss Army knife. He could play a number of positions. And, you know, and then a guy who's unproven, but somebody who has the athletic ability and Frankie Tenelau, you know, I mean, he hasn't played much American football, but he's a competitor. And that's what I'm looking at. I mean, the opportunity to get a Carmoni McLean, if you can get, if you could bring him in there, you only add to what you, you know, what you have. And then the Thomas Gore kid, you know, if you, if you slap in his film, I mean, the kid, maybe 5'11", 265, 270 pounds, but I'll tell you what, he, he plays the game. So in essence, what you have, guys, in this class are more than potential kids. You have guys that have proven it in the in the last go-around. You have guys that have been evaluated to the T by people who recruit and know how to recruit. I think this class, you know what, top three class. What else? And, and I agree with our guests. How can you fathom that you could have a top three class uh, when Eastern Michigan is in a bowl game and you're not? And that's the one thing that I look at. You're recruiting for the future and you're recruiting to a coach who's been there, done that. And, uh, and a coaching staff and, uh, you know, to do your research and look at a, uh, where Charlie, um, where Charlie's been and how many times that uh, he, Charlie Strong has been a head coach and what he's, who he's coached at Louisville and Texas and USF, and then do your homework with a Gaddis or anybody, a guy, any of the coaches that they have, and Mirabelle, who's probably cultivated more offensive linemen than, than many will in, a, in an entire career, I think that's what Miami sold. They sold the future. They sold what they have on board right now, and I can't say enough about this class. It's, uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm proud uh, of, of what Mario Cristobal and this. They came in. I think everybody kind of was gun shy because of all the promises that were made in the past by Manny and everybody who's come before him and never really living up to him. I think that people, I think hurricane fans, even though they still have that, you know, it's great, but let's win on the field type of attitude. You can't help, but not be extremely, you know, that you can't even sleep. It's like Christmas morning. I mean, you what the anticipation of what's going to be the next day and, you can't wait to spring where some of these guys will get on campus. You can't wait till early summer when the rest of them come in and, and see what you've got. You know, when when everything is for real and it's not just on tape and it's not that some combine, but you're getting an opportunity to see the elite of the elite. These aren't just middle of the road players. These are players you look at who some of these guys were recruiting or recruited by and you step back, I mean, all the way down to Brown, who Nick Saban wanted really bad because of the type of player is, because of, you know, where he came from and the Pat Sertain, uh, you know, his dad. So, yeah, I this is an A-plus. There's no other way to look at it, you know, with or without Cormani, and I think he's going to come to his senses and be part of this class. But with or without him, you got an A-plus. You can't get any higher. I agree. Nothing, nothing that you said. Um does not make any sense. It's great. I love it. Um, Blue, I know you got to get out of here, man. Yeah, I got to do another show, but I appreciate you guys. I mean, I love this is great. I can't wait till next Monday to talk again and wrap this thing, you know, wrap up this class as we look again towards the second um, uh, national signing day. day. Yeah, there's another signing day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even though I – 
I would much rather it be one. I, they were talking about that. I was watching a show today, uh, and they were talking about just maybe going back to having that one in February because there's so much involved. A lot of these kids come off of a uh, their season a week ago, and they we got to make that decision now. Yeah. Um, and I think things would change if you go back to the old way. But you know what? I'm not the one that sets the rules, but uh, I appreciate you guys. Have a good Christmas. I can't wait. Are we Merry on Christmas. next Monday or are we going to go uh, again? Monday? It's the day after Christmas, so we might, we might, uh, I don't know. We'll see. Okay. We'll, we'll see. Depends Thanks, on guys. what the Canes do. Depends on what the Canes do. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you. All right, Blue. All right, Take Blue. care, Blue. All right. Uh, I, I know we missed uh, we missed a donut also from Falcon R. Uh, missed a Falcon. couple actually. I didn't. Yeah. I mean, I flashed the other one up there previous. He, he's on three oh, now, nice. so he's done nine nine dollars and fifteen cents total. Well, appreciate, appreciate you, you. <laughs> Falcon ERX. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, Jeff Jeff Lynn says Kavarsi smoke running back and grant the both wide receiver on offense will be a nice addition. Uh, nice pick, Jackson. Yeah, I, I love those two guys. I, I love Grant DeBose. Philo definitely took my guy. Um, uh, the wide re- He's a wide receiver out of Charlotte. Uh, big kid. Big, strong kid. And Look at his tape. DJ, you might have seen his tape already. I'm not mm, sure, but yeah. that kid is big. He's strong. He's fast. We're talking about a guy that's like jacked up or like he's ready to go. He can, be, he can come in and be a day one starter. If you were to um, build a receiver, like that's right? the type of receiver that you want. Absolutely. 100%. Um, Here's one for the uh... – so I'm going to give a quick rundown. It's Emory true. Williams. It's true, right? We haven't talked – we haven't spoken a, a lot about Emery Williams, who, you know, might be the most underrated player on this – on this uh, in this recruiting class, right? Blue talks about it all the time, how he saw him at a at a camp in, in Tallahassee or somewhere up there, uh, yeah. you know, close, close, close to that other school up there. And um, – and he was a he was a no name guy, and he was slinging the ball around. And he was dominating that camp, um, and he's like, "Who is this kid?" And, and that's where Emory Emory Wilson kind of got his start. Then went to the Elite Eleven and dominated there. Um, finally, started getting some recognition, but nothing like what some of these other guys are getting. And to be quite frankly, if you look at the tape, you look at his play. He plays against some half decent schools, some not so uh, so great. But um, that, I mean, he he is an absolute you know stud as a quarterback. And I know we haven't spoken a lot about him, but is he going to come in and, and compete with, J- with Dakari Brown? Uh, you know, once TVD is out of here, I, I, I think so. I think he I could, say, yeah. he could definitely come in and, and do some damage. You talk Hell about yeah. a guy that the recruiting services missed out on. I yep. think Emory Williams is a perfect candidate for that. Good point. Good point. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think that he's being brought in to compete with Brown. Oh yeah, yeah. So oh yeah, and so, wait until so wait until you, and if we win a couple games, man, wait until you see what they do next year at quarterback. That's going to be crazy. And I know a lot of people keep talking about you know, and we're not going to talk about it because we're not going to talk about something that's, that hasn't happened or it's not going to happen or we don't know about you know coaching situations. Oh, oh, if we had a different OC, this that, and the other, ah, that's a crock of crap. If you ask me, if you win. You're gonna get some of the top guys, and look, you're getting some of the top guys without winning. So go figure, man. It's just gonna be the it's it's gonna be wild what they're gonna do in 2024. Um, but how how do you guys feel? You know, because we obviously asked all the guests, right? Um, how you guys feel about there's uh, Karate Sherry again with the Cavaliers beating the Bucks right now, baby. Everybody I, I needs mean, to know. That's an update. NBA update. Yeah, I, I don't even know. What to, I'm, I'm like, should I block this or what's happening here? Oh, let it ride. Yeah, let it ride, baby. <laughs> um, yes, Tony, by the way, Blue is the GOAT for sure. 
um, the goes to stock talent four and five deep. You you, you mentioned Sinclair. Yep. You're right on the money, brother. You're right on the money. Um, Roderick Berry says Emery will be our modern Ken Dorsey. Yeah, I just think he's got an even better arm than Dorsey does. But uh, you know, that's 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 what they're going for. That's what they that's what they're trying to get. And whether it's Josh Gaddis, whether it's somebody else, you know, this offense is going to be built around what Vish? The lines. That's it. That's what it's all about. And we know this, right? Me and Vish talk about it all the time. Like we say, look, look at what Michigan's doing. That's exactly what Mario wants to do. Look at what you know. Whatever team is is dominating the line. That's exactly it's, what it's Georgia. That's what it is. It's Georgia not about. Too, yeah, it's actually, not about throwing the fifty yard bomb. We're like, oh yeah, anybody can do that. But what and, they're doing in, in the trenches. And actually, you can see like, um, even though they're obviously in the playoffs, so great for them. You saw Ohio State didn't have those dogs up front against Michigan, and they got pushed around. Like there is a difference between even being an elite team and having the line play. Alabama usually has the line play. They struggle a little bit this year. Georgia's got the line play. Michigan's got the line play. There's a difference because when those games get tough and you can just shove the other guys out of the way, yep. that, that wins you those tough games where the, the quarterback might not be thrown. The defense is struggling. All right, we'll just go on a 10-play drive and run it down your throat, get this touchdown here, and everything's going to settle down. Like You need that. You have those – and no matter how good you are, you have those moments – Unfortunately yep. for us, those moments were every game this year. So <laughs> wasn't great, but 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 as you, so, as we as we progress and we start winning more and we get into these big games, if you can lean on your lines, it makes the rest of the game easy. Show, shows you how important it really is. Um, Nine hundred four Hurricane has a question for us. Uh, I'm uh, if you want to put it up there, Vish. I missed some of the conversation. I heard you guys mention wanting another linebacker. But what about? Uh, what about the DTs? Uh, did you guys talk about that need or any possibilities at that position? Yes, good question. We did talk about that. You probably just missed it, uh, but we were uh, we were talking about defensive tackles. Uh, we obviously we mentioned Thomas Gore, but we also mentioned that that is still a position that um, that Miami is. You know, Josh Horton is obviously a big name at that position, defensive tackle, big kid, six five, two hundred ninety five pounds already. Uh, athletic as all hell because if you've seen a video of him dunking on someone, he completely uh, just posterized a kid. Um, and that that's a big boy going up and throwing the ball down like that. Uh, he's very athletic. He's probably kind of like in the Emory Williams fold, right? Uh, a three-star guy. I think he finally got his four-star. I'm not even 100% sure about that. But, but that's the guy that can come in and probably make an immediate impact in defensive tackle. They still do need to – probably bring a, another another guy or two at that position because they do definitely need the depth there. Uh, Thomas Gore um, is a kid that's going to provide depth. And like Flo mentioned, he's probably not going to be an every down kind of tackle, but uh, he's a kid that can come in and contribute. Um, and then um, – Yeah, Flo mentioned Colin Mobley, the kid out of USC. Colin Mobley, the there you go. Was someone to watch as well. Right, right. But, yeah, so, no, D-line, We, if you look at our players that went into the portal, disproportionately defensive – like by a what three or four to one margin, right? And then also disproportionately defensive line. We lost a lot of defensive linemen. Now some of them, frankly, weren't playing. And uh, but I think the one that you know, it's personal issues that had nothing to do with us. But um, you know, losing Daryl Jackson, that's a big hole in the middle of the defensive line. Yeah, someone that was really productive. So so yeah, they'll be looking to address that because you know Horton, he's the future there. Don't know if you want him starting in the first game <laughs> next year, right? You probably you want to. Ro- I think he's going to rotate in. I think he's going to play. 
he will uh, this year, but you don't necessarily want him starting day one. So they're probably looking, you know, going to continue. Right, like you said, Gore is there, but they're probably going to continue trying to just build some depth in there because it that's yeah. really Jackson is is definitely the biggest loss for us in the portal period. But you know, also lost some depth behind him, so it's just a light on numbers there. So yeah, they'll definitely be looking in the portal there. JAA, I'm hearing a rumor that Gaddis is going. Have you all heard anything? No, we have not, and we won't speculate on that. So um, that's that for for that. Uh, I'll um, just say one of the reasons where I'm not gonna obviously I'm gonna echo what Jess is. We're not gonna just you know we don't rumor monger over here. Um, not that we know anything, but <laughs> um, we don't but, honestly. <laughs> but one one of the things, and actually, I was talking to on Twitter with some people about this the other day. Um, you know, it it. It's going to be Mario's offense. That's what we're running now. That's what we're going to run next year. So that's why I'm kind of like, it's not like there's going to be a big style change if Gattis goes. Now, we could very well run a similar style with more effective play calling, which might be what ends up, you know, if they make a move, what we end up going for. But they're not going to go to some kind of different style of play. And 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 that's why you can see who they're recruiting. They're going for the big boys. As Jess and, said earlier, and and they still got some of the guys that could break plays open, like your Chris Johnsons. And, oh no, you need both. Rays, you need you know? both, but just yeah. just what you said earlier, you know, win the play inside first, play inside out. Dave talked about it. Like we, I mean, you got to win inside out. They're gonna so, break your will, and then they're gonna yeah. throw. They're gonna throw for three hundred yards, and you're not gonna even see it coming. Like you're not. Gonna, what the hell? TV just went right. for three fifty. You didn't even realize it, or right. whoever so, it is that's quarterback. And so I understand the frustration. Last year, and a lot of people say, "Well, why don't they play a different style to right. to basically work around having the offensive line not be able to move people?" Um, that's not what they're going to do. They're going to fix the offensive line instead. Yep. Like, I mean, that that's the bottom line. They're not going to put an offense in that's like, "Let's get the ball out quick on every play because we can't block." Right. That's not that's not what they're going to do, and they don't want to teach that offense to temporarily be a little bit better. So, you know, it, to me, if he goes... Might they like, incorporate some more, you know, not flashiness, but some more running gun type of stuff? Sure, they will, of well, course. Well, you can do that you know? when you get the... So this is the problem, right? When, you're, when you don't get the run game going, all that stuff is less effective. Yeah, of course. Like, like once you can... once you Good force, defenses are going to pick up on it right Yeah, right once away. you force people to play the run, then all the passing game opens up too. Right. They're not going to be... You know, it's not going to be let's win games 10 to 7. It's going to be let's beat the crap out of that's you. That's not physically. how Michigan's winning, right? Yeah, it's, it's beat, that's winning. Yeah, it's beat the know? crap out of you physically, just dominate the game. And right. and and so if, if it's Gaddis or anyone else, I don't think we're gonna see anything dramatically different from a style. And right. and one of the things, you know, I love I love this class. It's awesome, obviously. Everyone anyone can see that. There's an intentionality about it. Like Absolutely. we are, we, we are bringing big physical. And it's different guys. Yeah, right? yeah, it's exactly. Different guys that are coming in. Exactly. Big so teams. while we all watched what happened on the field last year, and are like, you got to work around this. You got to work around. Like you got to like we. Mario looks at it as like, no, this works if I get the right guys in here, and he's gone to work. He's gotten the right guys. Yep. Now, now someone said earlier, it's scroll down the chat now at this point, but we got stat classes together. But like, this is a big step in the right direction. Oh man! A couple uh, other, couple other questions here. What's up with Jury and Dickey? Uh, he's pushed back his his signing to tomorrow, possibly. I mean, he kind of has uh, been trolling today. Yeah, he's been trolling honest. a little it's bit. Hard, so. It's hard to say. He keeps saying he's got an announcement, but not his signing announcement, but another announcement. I, I mean, yeah. 
at this point, I'm I'm not optimistic on him, but we'll see. Well, oh well, actually, no, never mind. I said he signed. Okay. Said he signed with Oregon, so I'm go. definitely not optimistic with him. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah just, not, not I literally just read it right now. So. Not comfortable. Not comfortable with him. Uh, with him coming into this class, though. So yeah, I'm definitely not comfortable up. either. That's yeah. what's up. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I like how our chat's on delayed. We found out already, but yeah, Kick yeah. Kyle actually saw it before us. He's not put in the chat after like we said it. Yeah, I just, I just realized up. it also. So I haven't looked at my phone until right now. So and I just saw it. So yeah, the uh, funny thing hosting the show is we're like behind the news. So anything that happened in the last two hours, we have no idea. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, I don't know what happened, but anyways, it's fine. I don't um, think we were planning on him anyway. Um, another uh, question. Uh, I know both of you watched some of his tape. Is, is Gore athletic enough to be an inside linebacker? Who Gore? Yeah. No. D line. No, over. that guy's a defensive tackle all yeah. the way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see inside linebacker in his future. Yeah. By the way, um, someone put out. See, this is a problem I have, man. Um. I don't know if it's real or not, but some someone someone said something about Antoine Jackson saying now that he backed out, um, that he backed out of his of his of his thing, hmm. that he backed out of his commitment. I don't know. Anyways. Uh, I'm not gonna get into that. I mean, he he, he signed from what I understand, yeah right? yeah yeah. So I, <laughs> so you can't back. Those things are binded, man. This is a problem, man. This is a problem. Be careful what you read on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, it, well, well, all, all I'll say is if 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 he signed it, like yes. players have done that before, you have to actually transfer. It. Yeah, now you have to enter the transfer portal. <laughs> Uh, whatever. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not uh, gonna worry yeah, about it. Yeah, you know what? If he doesn't want to, you know, I don't care. Um, back to February. Yeah, maybe. Who knows? We, we'll we'll find out tomorrow, everybody, about Cormani McLean and the rest of the guys. So keep it locked. I don't really have anything else because I'm absolutely wasted by this already. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's been a great day. Great it's day been a great for the day, school. Man. Congratulations it's- to all the kids, whether you sign with Miami or not. It's a big, big day for a lot of promising oh, young kids and, and their future. So it's always sign day is always one of the better days. Um, because even if you don't, you know, get obviously this isn't the case with Miami this year, but even if you don't get like the class you wanted, you're still, you know, bringing on a bunch of new kids to college and giving them a chance to to have a brighter future. So and you're yeah. optimistic depending on the class too. It's renewed optimism. Yeah, yeah or at least well, a little bit until the games start, and then and then and then it depends where your school goes from there. But it's renewed optimism. Uh, Roderick, we won't post it, but just be careful what you see on on Twitter, also, because um, I don't know if it's a, if it's a, a trolling account or not. But uh, yeah, you spelled that wrong, nine hundred four hurricane. But I know exactly who you're talking about. Yes, that's another one to keep your eye on as well. So um, there's a lot of things to keep your eye on tomorrow. I, for one. We'll be doing a lot of things that will keep me away from my phone, which I'm so happy about um, as I'm getting ready for, uh, for you know, for Christmas and having some people over. Vish, what are you doing for Christmas, man? Going to some dude's house for Notre Dame. <laughs> I don't know who. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, buddy. Vish is going to – Vish is going to lower his faculties a little bit with uh, – 
with with the Santana family just for a little while. But uh, I mean, at least yeah. you'll keep me in check. You guys aren't big drinkers, so I won't. Uh... Yeah, I'll be like, <laughs> I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, my faculties will stay intact at least. Yeah, well, hopefully that's what we're praying for, you yeah, know. No. But uh, nah, nah, it's all good. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, DJ, what do you got? What do you got planned for Christmas, man? Just laying low, hanging out with the family at home. Probably we're all sick. It's that time of year up here. It's cold. It's wet. It's disgusting. So Ugh. we all got colds and stuff. So we're probably just going to lay low. But I like a laid back Christmas. I don't plan on spending a lot of money on anybody. So if any of my family members see this, I'm sorry. But that's the way it is this year. I'm sorry, but you're not getting jacked. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's, it's, it's the thought that counts. And you just told them you did not care. You so. did not care. <laughs> Your thoughts are clearly uh, that you don't care, right? Um, all good, man. Uh, we want to wish everybody, by the way, again, let's thank um, uh, Coach Hayes, uh, David, um, Dave Franklin from uh, Miami Flow Media, Max, and, of course, the boss man himself, uh, Flo, for, for jumping on with us. Obviously, we thank Blue always uh, for being with us as well, and everybody else, everybody on the chat, everybody that's watched the show. Get some uh, rest, everybody. Yes, get some rest. Um, be with your loved ones for for um, for Christmas. And you know what? If you don't have a place to go and you're in the Miami area, always hit me up and hit me up on Twitter, man. I'm always I'm always down to 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 chill with anybody. So um, you know, as long as you don't have like eight people that you're with, because no, it's not gonna. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I feel attacked. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> no, no, you're good. You're good. Uh, always sending love and blessings to everybody. Um, on 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 special occasions like this and always period uh, but please stay safe um, and um, have a good time and eat food and uh, and be with your with your family and friends and we want to wish everybody a happy holidays and Merry Christmas uh, if we don't hear from you if we don't do a show which we're probably gonna do something happy New Year anyways as well uh, Vish and DJ Merry Christmas to you guys yep, Merry Christmas um, Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll definitely see you guys very soon on here. We appreciate you checking us out. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Six Rings Canes, um, at Jazz Santana, DJ Gillette 95, and, of course, FVRP 2003. We appreciate the love, as always. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Go Canes. Go Canes. The Six Rig Canes Show. The Six Rig Canes Show. The Six Rings Canes Show. Ha <laughs> ha! You know?